God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget where 15 minutes of your day can change, can transform, will do a work on your entire life. We are grateful to God for another day of life, health, and strength. Before we discuss the Lord's Word, let us talk to the Father. God, we honor you. We reverence you. We give your name praise, God. Simply because you are God and beside you there is no other. We acknowledge you, God, for being the Lord of our lives, for being the creator of the universe, for being the one that has all things in your hand. Nothing gets past you. There's nothing that surprises you. You know all things. Matter of fact, the Bible declares that all the days of this world, all the days of our lives, you wrote them in your personal journal. You already scripted them out before one of them were played out, before one of them came to be. So, God, we thank you. We thank you for being the God that you are. Thank you for being the orchestrator of our lives. Thank you for knowing the beginning, the middle, and the end. Thank you that nothing uh, uh, catches you by surprise. And, God, we glorify you. We thank you that you are a God that we can rely on in time of trouble. We thank you for being a God that we can trust to know exactly what to do because you know the plans you have for us. Thank you, God, for not ever being in a position where you've got to come up with a plan B because your plan is the only plan. We glorify you, O oh God, for even when we get stuck in the middle of a situation, you've already given us a way of escape. So, God, now as we delve into your word, God, I pray that even in this early morning, God, that you would open up our minds, our hearts to be able to understand what it is you desire for us to get out of your word on today. Father, I pray that you will make the word plain for us. God, I pray that you would make it very clear for us, God. God, that we will be able to embrace your word. God, embrace your promises. The only way that we can rest on your promises is if we know your promises. So, God, I pray that you would open up our minds, open up our hearts to be able to understand exactly what it is that the Spirit is saying to us on today. God, I give you honor. I give you reverence. I certainly give you praise. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Again, I bless the Lord for you joining me on today to hear once again what the Lord has to say out of his word. On this morning, our travels take us to Exodus, Exodus, the 14th chapter. And we are going to start at the first verse. Some of this is a familiar passage of Scripture. For us, it is a part of the story of Moses and the children of Israel, Exodus. The 14th chapter, we're going to start at the first verse. And as it is... uh, My method on some Wednesday mornings, we will read this from a couple of versions. Exodus, the 14th chapter, starting at the first verse, in the New American Standard Bible reads as follows, Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell the sons of Israel to turn back and camp before Pahagaroth, 
between Medol and the sea. You shall camp in front of Baal Zephon, opposite it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the sons of Israel, They are wandering aimlessly in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. Thus I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will chase after them. And I will be honored through Pharaoh and all his army. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. And they did so. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his servants had a change of heart towards the people. And they said, What is this we have done, that we let Israel go from serving us? So he made his chariot ready and took his people with him. And he took 600 select chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with officers over all of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he chased after the sons of Israel as the sons of Israel were going out boldly. Then the Egyptians chased after them with all the horses and the chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and they overtook them camping by the sea beside Pharaoh in front of Baal Zephon. As Pharaoh drew near, the sons of Israel looked and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they became very frightened. So the sons of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, is it because there were no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt with us in this way, bringing us out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we spoke to you in Egypt, saying, Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. But Moses said to the people, Do not fear. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians who you see today, you will never see them again forever. The Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. I'm going to jump to uh, the New Living Translation. Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and just jump to the message jump to the message and read those 14 verses again. may not go that far up. Um, we're going to stop at verse 5. We're going to start at verse 5 in the message. Starting at verse 5 in the message again, I am in Exodus, the 14th chapter. And I started at the first verse, but in the message, I'm going to start in verse 5 for in the interest of time. Exodus 14, starting at verse 5, says, When the king of Egypt was told that the people were gone, he and his servants changed their minds. They said, what have we done letting Israel, our slave labor, go free? So he had his chariots harnessed up and got his army together. He took 600 of his best chariots with the rest of the Egyptian chariots and their drivers coming along. God made Pharaoh, king of Egypt, stubborn, determined to chase the Israels, Israelites as they walked out on him without even looking back. The Egyptians gave chase and caught up with them, where they made camp by the sea. All Pharaoh's horse-drawn chariots and their riders, all his foot soldiers there at Piharath, excuse me, Harayath, opposite Baal Zephron. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw them, Egyptians, coming at them. They were totally afraid. They cried out in terror to God. 
They told Moses, weren't the cemeteries large enough in Egypt so that you had to take us out here in the wilderness to die? What have you done to us taking us out of Egypt? Back in Egypt, didn't we tell you this would happen? Didn't we tell you, leave us alone in Egypt? We're better off as slaves in Egypt than as corpses in the wilderness. Moses spoke to the people, don't be afraid. Stand firm and watch God do his work of salvation for you today. Take a good look at the Egyptians today, for you're never going to see them again. And the word of the Lord is blessed. On this morning, I just want to remind you, even in the midst of everything that is still going on, be still. The Lord fights for us. Be still. You all, even in the midst of everything that is still going on, and not even just that, but the Lord uh, uh, placed in my heart that many of you all are going through stuff even beyond dealing with uh, situations from the pandemic, even beyond dealing with downstream effects from being sheltered in and, and things like that, that Personally, you're dealing with challenges. Personally, you're dealing with distresses. Personally, you're dealing with decisions to make. Personally, you're dealing with uh, uh, doctor's uh, reports. Personally, you're dealing with uh, uh, situations in marriages, relationships. Personally, you're dealing with stuff with your kids. Personally, you're dealing with, with situations you've never dealt with before. And God wanted me to let you know to be still. Some of you all feel as though you made mistakes. You made mistakes going out and and trying something new or going out and and, uh, taking on a challenge. And God is saying, if you heard my voice, you have not made a mistake. And I have to say it that way because oftentimes we'll think we heard the Lord's voice or we already had in our minds what we wanted to do, but God never sanctioned what it is that we did. But God is saying, if you followed me, if you heard my voice, then you're not going wrong. And as the scripture said, God will use your enemies to put God's glory on display. That's what we saw in the message version, uh, uh, verse 4. Or you didn't see it. I I saw it. But it's what we heard in in verse 4, that God will use, God did in this instance, use Pharaoh and his army to put God's glory on display. In verse 4, he said, and it was in the New American Standard Bible, he said, I will be honored through Pharaoh and all of his army. How can God use something that's, that's plaguing us, that's chasing us, for his glory? Well, God can use anything for his glory. God is really using this pandemic for his glory. How can you say that? It's so horrific and it's, it's damaging and it's destroying. But yet and still, God is still getting in the hearts of men. God is still transforming hearts. 
He's still transforming minds. He's transforming ministries. Folks that were doing ministry for decades the same way. God has forced them to change and do it differently to get his word out. And so now the word is going out to places that we could not ever uh, visit physically. God has compelled us to get his word out in other ways so that people all around the world would be able to tune in. Listen, hear me well. God is is in the midst of what you are dealing with. But you all, here's the important key. You have to be silent. You have to be silent. Isn't that what Moses told the people at the end of verse 14? He said, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. The way that uh, uh, it said in the message is that God will fight the battle for you. And you, you keep your mouths shut. What does that mean? That means don't you sit there and start talking about how, how good stuff was in yesteryear when God told you to move. And that's easy to do when we see troubles and, and obstacles ahead of us. It's easy for us to say, Life was better back then. But if God told you to move to your there, if you were with me on Sunday, remember you got to move from here to there. If God told you to move to your there, then God's got better blessings and a better life for you there. Sure, it may be a, a, a rough haul to get from here to there. But even in all of that, God will get glory. God will get glory. Be still doesn't mean stand still. Be still in this means to be patient. Have peace. Have peace. Stand firm. Stand firm. Not be still and not move forward. But be firm in your stance knowing that God is fighting the battle for you. Whatever you're dealing with today, Physical, emotional, psychological, financial, whatever it is, I'm compelling you. I'm imploring you. I'm pleading with you. Put it before God. Family issues, put it before God. Relationship, marriage issues, put it before God. Issues with, with doctor's reports, put it before God. Issues with how to do, uh, you know, make more uh, money, last through the month or whatever, put it before God. Hear what God has to say and then do what God says. God is right before you. God is behind you. God is giving you guidance through this whole situation. Be still. In other words, stand firm. Don't talk about what it used to be like. And see the salvation of the Lord because the enemy that you're dealing with, the issue that you're dealing with, the problem that you're dealing with, you're never going to see it again because God is on your side. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. God, thank you for reminding us that even in the midst of this battle, you are right there. Help us. Help us to trust you in all things. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. God bless each and every one of you. You have, go out, have a God-blessed and amazing day in him.